the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Brian Whitman's voices. Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This is the Morning Answer. Thanks for joining us on your Friday Morning Answer. We are just about 50 minutes away from the world-famous Friday free-for-all, if you can believe it. And I know Whitman's <laughs> making that calculation right now. It's how we start our weekend here on the Morning Answer. Absolutely. Final word of the week goes to you with a with a totally uh, unencumbered uh, invitation to jump on 50,000 powerful watts. One thought, one thought only. Your calls are unscreened for content. You can say anything and everything, pretty much. No violations of Federal Communications Commission appropriate. Uh, and uh, don't be a monster. Uh, you can entertain and form. We'd like you to ideally do both with one thought, one thought only. Big week, a lot of election thoughts. And a final word for you, 854. We're currently 47 minutes exactly. Look at away. you with the math. I love it. See, I always know that you're going to have those mathematical calculations ready yeah. to go. All right. So uh, <laughs> so you're- does Whitman like shutdowns because he's a liberal is the question. Well, actually, what I said. <laughs> was because you're so funny with you i love you very much what you said what i said was i was kind of replaying it and, and by the way i would appreciate a trans transcripts of the morning answer are available remember oprah at the end of her show i love that i know Transcri- like, whoever who bought called? a transcript of phil donahue and oprah winfrey and boy know. oh boy phil donahue and boy oh boy how many times would it say boy oh boy <laughs> on the transcript oh boy, I, I was once In bought cast. a transcript you know why because i had been on cnn i bought a transcript so i wanted to read what it well that's what pretty I read. cool because i sound like it. an idiot when i read the words i said oh how embarrassing i just would rather <laughs> see me or hear me say them now before the break i did say very frankly mm-hmm. that I believe, in my opinion, and I reference Bob Woodward, the president's downplaying political downplaying of the issue of COVID-19, because today, by the way, it's, and it's a challenge for Joe Biden, who I, with an informed opinion, believe will be the next president of the United States. He has a real challenge. He must handle it, master it, or he must be kicked out of office. We have today 49 American states. Cases are rising. We have more than 10 million Americans, about 10,800,000, I believe, who have tested positive for COVID-19. We have the number uh, of uh, hospitalized over 60,000, more than has been recorded until this time. We have a serious problem here, uh, and it's uh, and, and I do believe we were talking about President Trump. And as I just said, Joe Biden has the same exact standard. If he fails, I would recommend I, I would not vote for him if he failed it. President be careful, Trump's- because n- nobody's going to be able to fix this until there is... I, uh, until there's I, a vaccine, people decide they want to get the vaccine until we have herd immunity. I mean, no member fix, of government is going to be able to fix this. The fix is a cure. That's the a cure is the is 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 the ultimate fix. But you're saying no member of government. And it does suggest that government is unable to do anything positive about it, unable to make 
no, improvements. I didn't say oh, allow that, me, please. Because I, I know. But I think it's that suggested. you can. I think what you've seen from the Trump administration, Operation Warp Speed, in creating resources so that vaccines and treatments can be expedited. I think that's something that the government can do. I think the government can be uh, very efficient, and I think the that's Trump right. administration was in developing PPE, an overwhelming amount of ventilators, an overwhelming amount of masks and gowns, things that needed to be deployed. I think I, those kinds of things are good. But is it going to go away? I think is the question, and well, is a not, shutdown, which is and the reason we're talking about. Yeah. this is the news out today that the Biden camp is looking at implementing a four to six week shutdown. Now, Dr. Fauci says that there is no appetite anymore for locking down. We'll take some of your calls on this as well. 855-785-8255. But here's Dr. Fauci yesterday on ABC. Dr. Fauci, do you believe that we're headed for a national lockdown? You know, I don't know. We would like to stay away from that, Robin, because there is no appetite for locking down uh, on the American public. But I believe that we can do it without a lockdown. I, I really do. I mean, sometimes when people talk about the measures that I'm suggesting we double down on, they equivocate that and say that, well, that that uh, makes that not uh, a lockdown. It isn't necessarily lockdown. You could still get businesses going. You could still have economic uh, forward thinking while you're doing that. You don't necessarily have to shut everything down. Hopefully, we won't have to do that. If we can do the public health measures, we wouldn't have to do that. The best uh, opposite uh, strategy to locking down is to intensify the public health measures short of locking down. So if you can do that well... You don't have to take that step that people are trying to avoid, which has so many implications, both psychologically and economically. We'd like not to do that. I think Dr. Fauci says something interesting there. What I'm hearing him say, and you're right, he didn't expressly say this, but I'm saying it. It shouldn't be, Jennifer, two options. We must lock down most or all businesses or we must live with COVID-19. The United States of America, the most powerful nation, the greatest nation in human history, ought to be able to find with the greatest minds and scientists and doctors, etc., nurses and medical community and all of the data scientific that we have and are working on having available to us should not we the people should not be thinking that it, they are mutually exclusive choices, that they're at the polar op. Either you want the economy suffering unnecessarily with total shutdowns or most businesses shut, or you want to live with COVID-19. I think most people believe that the government, as Fauci seems to suggest there, can tr- – and they do have to try other things because you know what, Jen? You're right. I wear the mask. You wear the mask. And, and I, I see a lot of people wearing masks. I think it's good. But while that good has been happening – in varying degrees, the numbers are getting worse. And while businesses have been closed, so you have the to look numbers at what's are working, right? And and what's helpful? And I just I, I don't know. I think it is a very I think that we can do two things at once. I think we can keep the economy open. I think we can keep our most vulnerable safe. That's what I've been sitting here trying saying or trying to say for a while and i think that that's what president trump was trying to do ken is in simi valley hi ken you're on the morning answer with brian and jen hello Hello. ken are you there hi ken in simi valley i'm I'm sorry yeah they gave a different name to me on the on the call um you know i called you guys back in march in regards to the hospital system Mm -hmm. that i work with I remember uh, you. I remember you, sir. Hospital system. And, you know, we, during, between March and, and uh, May, we lost over $200 million. We were closed down. We had no COVID patients, very few. We monitor and we continue to monitor it every single, every single day. We have uh, 
conference calls as far as how we are doing, how many patients are in. We are not full. Our hospital system is not full of COVID patients. And I don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I'll tell you. But yeah. we do. We monitor every day. It's not true. And okay. So Number thing, one. Hold on one second. Okay. Just, no, no, no. Hold on a second. I don't give false information without – I don't give – I give information with attribution – to, about from whom it came, and I'm going to do that in a moment, but I have a question for you that's important. You say we, yes, you, you, you can call me Brian, please. You say we, who's we, who are, who, who, our, what organization do you represent? It's important. Who's we? Our, our, it's a hospital system. The California hospital system with over 20 hospitals in it. Does it rhyme with wiser? <laughs> no, it, no, it doesn't. But in a moment, it's a faith-based, it's a, it's a faith-based organization, and, and the, the challenge is, is that you get patients in it, and, but what we're also seeing when we have our calls is the therapeutics that we're giving people when they're in the hospital with COVID, the, the remdesivir, the hydrochloroquine, yeah, the, the acidine, other, and they're working. Ken, so thank you for the call. People are not dying like they did before. Right. We're up, that's we're, important to realize. We're up against the break. Ken, thank you so much for the phone call. I do want to stress the hospitals are not overwhelmed. Yes, there are hospitalizations that are high, but people are not dying. And so the reason for the initial people shutdown. People are dying. Pe- people are dying. Not in the same numbers that they were before. We have gotten a better handle on this. And uh, I'll tell you that the hospitals, as far as what we were sold originally, and we've, we've got to know, take a break here. Hold on. I got to say this. I'll give you the number and from where it comes in a moment so people know where it comes from. Okay. What's important? All right. We'll talk about that and we'll continue this. But I do think that there are some uh, some really big differences between what we were sold at the beginning of the shutdown and what we were sold at the end. We will have more on Dr. Fauci and a warning from President Obama as your Friday morning answer continues. Jennifer Horn is funny, smart, and beautiful. And then there's Brian, who's, um... It's hard to get any word in with this clown. This is the morning answer. Thanks for joining us on your Friday morning answer. Friday the 13th, Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. I want to remind you, uh, we are still waiting for answers in the 2020 presidential election. We have lawsuits, or the Trump campaign has lawsuits filed in uh, Pennsylvania, in Michigan, Arizona, Georgia. They are extensive, and in Georgia, the hand count recount has begun. We are seeing lots of challenges that will play out over the next couple of weeks, and we want to see if you will join us in verifying the vote. Again, regardless of who the winner is, you want to make sure that your vote counts, that we are part of a free and fair election cycle. And we're asking you to sign up right now at am870theanswer.com to verify the election. Just sign up, put your name on the petition, add your zip code, and we'll make sure that you're part of our national effort to, to let our elected leaders know that we want to make sure that our election process is secure and verified. So you can do that right now at am870theanswer.com. Now, Dr. Fauci said that there's not an appetite for a national shutdown for COVID. Joe Biden's spokesperson and people around him, including some of his uh, potential COVID-19 task force members, have said that a national shutdown is really the only way to proceed as coronavirus cases go up. They suggest four to six weeks. I would say I, I can't imagine if you stay away for four to six weeks and then people come right back out again that you wouldn't see numbers spike. So I don't know if I even trust the fact that they would just keep us in for four to six weeks because you probably have us locked away until the vaccine was ready. And I agree with your doubt about it because we've all lived through. uh, We have we have all experienced and lived through 
this these nine months and it began with okay we have to flatten remember flatten the curve flatten the curve and uh, i'm very proud of the information that 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 in that time of overnight remember overnight awesome government power of the closures and by the way back then some private businesses also chose to close however it's an altogether different thing now because we trusted and we did see numbers go down and we've learned that the numbers are now going up as they learn more about the infection about covid 19 and its uh, resiliency, for lack of a better term, because now today on the 13th of November, surprise, surprise, we find 49 states with numbers going up. We find uh, that uh, that we have more than 10 million, 800 thousand cases in America. Jennifer, do you recall when you and I broadcast that the first case in America of COVID-19 and it happened? I do. Now we're at 10 million, 800 thousand. So everything is moving in the wrong direction. So the things they have done so far are not sufficient clearly they're just not because the numbers wouldn't be going up if they were totally so i guess the question that i asked then is why do more of it if it's not working why do more of it and uh, i think that's a question a lot of people are asking i think that's why dr fauci says there's not an appetite for more shutdowns ron is in valley village you can join us too by the way 855-785-8255 hi ron you're on the morning answer good morning um, Brian, I met you on the uh, Mexican cruise. Ooh, oh my gosh! Second, you know you're you're second, the second person this week. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, Ron, how are you? How are things in Valley Village, which used to be called Studio City, but I think it's uh, different. You're right. I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm a 73 year old attorney, so I've done my research, and I'd like to um, disagree with you in the following manner. Fine. According to the center, I researched the Center on Disease Control, who are experts on the subject. They said that 88% of the people who now have the virus in the U.S. were wearing masks. I saw that the same masks, sur- for survey. The masks don't work. Even the, 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 the regular masks, um, if you can breathe through it, the virus goes right through it. With regard to the N95 mask, which is more sophisticated, it'll keep out particles three microns or larger. The virus is one-tenth, approximately one-tenth of one micron. That math is worthless. With regard to, and I think what's happening is that because people incorrectly believe, I don't know why it's being being presented this way, that the mask works. Well, because of this reason. They're distanced when they're wearing the mask. Ron, a couple of... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just want to say two things to you, and then you take the last word. Okay, Ron? All right. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Uh, The first thing is that people think the masks work because of reports like this for the aforementioned Center for Disease Control. Wearing a mask protects the wearer and not just other people from the coronavirus. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention emphasized in an updated scientific brief issued Tuesday. Okay, so it's possible you understand this. You're, you you understand this. Mass, well, hold on, let me say, mass could be beneficial, but they could, but they clearly are not beneficial enough or they're not be, to, to rescue us from these soaring numbers. Do you follow what all I mean, right, Ron? So, all right, but if 88%, if they're correct, that 88% of the people getting the virus are wearing masks, what does that tell you about masks, number one? Number two, in Sweden, they had no lockdown and almost no masks. They're averaging five to ten deaths a day. Compare that to the United States. What happens is when people get the virus, it's actually a good thing because of herd immunity. When, when it's herd immunity, then it's, it's no longer a death threat. And since only one-tenth of one percent of the population that get the virus actually really die, it's minuscule. 
um, I'm in that category. So that's and I, when I, I've been walking an hour a day with my dogs and an hour in the evening with my dogs for years. It's really good. I never wear a mask outside. I've never had the virus. It's, I see people wearing the mask outside with no one near them. I ask them, why are you wearing a mask when there's no one anywhere near you outside? What do you no care? Clear answer. But what they, would you they, care? They say we're supposed to. But why would you care if someone chose to wear a mask because they I don't believe? Care. I just think it's, but it's, I just, but it's he asked the question. Why? And, and Ron, why would you do that? But what, what's the motivation there? Truly, Jen, what would be the motivation? For asking someone. Well, I think the motivation is that people can ask. I mean, there are a lot of people who are asking about people's choices, wearing the mask or not. And I think there are a lot of people who have misinformation. And Ron has got a right to ask what he wants to ask. But I want to comment on one thing that he said, because I've heard a lot of it lately. And I think it needs to be kind of put in perspective. And that is we hear a lot about what Sweden is doing. And I agree. Sweden has been at least although they're starting to have some issues right now, but they've been uh, they've been an open society and they have been not implementing lockdowns and they've done really well and I think that's great for them. I've also heard people, Brian, on your side of the aisle that say, uh, well, look at New Zealand. New Zealand had to lock down for, for 12 weeks straight and America should do that. And I'm the, not problem any- with, with the problem with comparing the United States with these other nations is that they just aren't as big. We are a very large country. It is very difficult to manage a virus because of our size, not about government failure. It's about the size. It's about people freely moving through society. This is how community spread works. So again, is it going to be the government telling you to wear a mask, stay away from people? Is that going to help anything or is it just going to be more of the same and we're just going to be in a world of hurt because of the economy? That's what people are asking themselves today and I think they should before Joe Biden, if he does become the president, makes any of those decisions. All right. Are you concerned about the volatility of your investments? Because as an investor, Brian, you've heard me talk about it with traditional investments, including IRAs. I'm concerned about the stock market, clearly, and how printing so much money out of thin air will affect the ultimate value of the dollar. I heard my friend Seb Gorka talk about Midas Gold Group, and I know owning precious metals adds safety and stability to savings and investment portfolios. So I did it. I finally spoke spoke to Midas Gold Group for myself, and I was so blown away. I'm so glad I did. It was a wonderful experience. No pushy salesmen, and they're professionals, knowledgeable professionals, know everyone's needs are different, and they treat you accordingly. It's so refreshing. I encourage you to meet with Midas Gold Group for yourself. Call to schedule an appointment. Ask for their free IRA IRA guide on how to use your IRA to own physical gold and do it tax-free. Call 805-601-6000. That's 805-601-6000. I get my gold from Midas Gold Group, and I believe you should too. Check them out. Call 805-601-6000 for more information on Midas Gold. Don't forget, world-famous Friday free-for-all just a few moments away, and we have our best and worst of the week. Plus, a new poll out. Do you think America really believes Joe Biden won the election? We'll give you the answer as your Friday Morning Answer continues. News and talk you can trust. The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. It's finally a Friday. The Morning Answer, Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and a new poll out that suggests, and by the way, I'd like to yes. put my little asterisk on polls. <laughs> 
and the well, asterisk. Uh, like you, Twitter tags posts, yeah. you tag polls. I absolutely do. In fact, I should probably get like an audio cue like, uh, oh, here we go. When we talk about polling. Danger. Danger. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, this yes. poll I actually like, oh. but I do not want to be a hypocrite and tell you that I don't think there are narratives that are being but tried. you don't want to be bloody British when you talk about it either. Because <laughs> you say you don't want to be a hypocrite. Look, it's been a long week, and I don't it's know what this is here for, but long... why is that there? <laughs> because it's a fun sound. I think that should be your sound when you uh, give polling information. Do you want it? Yes. Okay, so hold on. Let me introduce you guys to our executive producer. We call the... her Katie the, the Whip, basically. The enforcer. the enforcer. Here we go. Oh, Katie, please. I love it. <laughs> okay, Jeez. so I see duck quack, and I, I'm not I'm not unhappy about it. I actually like why it. Why would you be? It, why, it's a nice But sound. it made me laugh when I said, why do we have this? And I hear in my ear the following. For when Biden's spokesperson was ducking the answers. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. So actually. if you remember <laughs> just <laughs> moments ago. I was not here for that bit. I don't remember that. I mean, hey. I've been here the, from the beginning of the thing, but. Kate Bedingfield, who is a spokesperson for Biden, was on with Jake Tapper. Tapper was saying, look, you've got these people around Biden who says he wants a four. They want a four to six week lockdown, mandatory national lockdown. And she's like, well, we can't say that he's for it. But he has said that he kind of wants to do something that he's not against. But he might be OK with it. And, um, so she's ducking the question. Get it? Oh, now, my gosh. This is an alarm. But I this love is this. OK, you like that. But you're ignoring uh, the Whitman uh, comedy device of... Uh, you have to explain it? <laughs> no. The tap shoes, the tap dance. Remember when somebody starts oh, to tap... We, uh, can we guys, have I done all of this for nothing? We need a tap dancing song yeah, shoe. We, so, oh, by the way, yes. You know. We do need that. No, yeah, because guess what? This board, it changes all the time. But there you have it. All right, so Rasmussen. They do pretty good polls. Oh, jeez, that was a heavy spray. Wait, hold on, hold on. Danger! Danger! You talked about polls. Less than half of the American people believe Joe Biden won the presidential election. Oh. This was a survey that was done Tuesday from Rasmussen. The survey found it was it. it was taken between November 5th and 7th, so a few days ago. Okay. It was 1,200 registered voters, and they asked respondents, who do you believe legitimately won the presidential election this year? It found that 49% overall believe Biden won the presidential election. Over one-third of voters, or 34%, believe Trump won the presidential election, and 16% are just not sure who won? And by the way, there you go. Now, views are really well, divided. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. No, that's okay. Views, views are divided on party lines. Over three-fourths of Republicans, 77% believe that Trump won, compared to 12% who said Biden won, and 11% who just don't know what's going on. And 87% of Democrats believe that Joe Biden won, 6% think Trump won, and 7% have no idea what's happening around them. Jennifer, do you think I'm old? Yes. Okay, I don't think thanks. you are old, but I think you... I think you take some sort of joy in pretending that you are old. Okay. You're like, I don't. Ah, you're, like, what? you're like getting into that stage. You're like, let me tell you about the old days, kids. Well, this is the thing. Yep. This is exactly why I asked you. Okay. And I know I, – I, I see you smiling. I know it's fine. I know I get it. You know, it's good. I mean, I get it. I, I'm, I get it. And that's why I asked you if I seem old to you. 
because I fought because I'm 48 and that's pretty young. I think it's young. Yes, I think you are younger than you give yourself credit for. I agree with that. Yes, but the challenge is that in this day of unprecedented times in America, Mm -hmm. where the pandemic, where we got a guy who uh, uh, half the country doesn't know won the election, uh, when you're me, even though I'm relatively young at 48, yeah. I find myself every day thinking the following. Gosh, so much has changed. Well, you know, when I was a kid, we had, <laughs> and I ju- it just happens. Now, it might make you think that I take some joy in feeling old. I don't want to be old, but I and I'm not old. But things are changing so much in this country that three quarters of Republicans think that and the Demo- it's just crazy. And we have people sick and people want to say it's not, not as important as you might think. It's just too weird. It's getting very strange. And it makes a 48 young, uh, wet behind the ears broadcaster like me say things like it didn't used to be this way. Because you know why I have to say that? Because it it's the truth. Right. It's be well, and I, and also I sound think like Tony Danza. It's, finally, it's the truth, Mona. <laughs> it's finally that people are waking up. I actually think this kind of politicization has been going on in this country for a very long time. And I think that many people have been asleep at the switch. Not when and I, I was a kid. I think people are actually waking up to it. But- oh, Coach David, Jen, hold on one second. Open the radio station. Hey, you Glendale kids, get off the station's lawn. Get off the station. Ah. Wow. You dang kids. Go somewhere where your parents can watch you. Get off the station's lawn. Hey, Whit- hey Whitman. Huh? What? It's time. Just- it's time. Oh, best best and worst of the week. Yes, you got it. Rise and shine. Every week, there's some really good stuff. (laughs) And, well, there's some really bad stuff. I was shoved down the stairs at a castle in Germany once by some tourists. Well, we gather it all together just for you. Boy, I'm hot today. That's right. It's time for The Morning Answer Weekly Wrap. I can't help it. You're making me laugh. The best and worst of the week. Can you tell them all to be quiet? Let's go. The, the orator is now going to read obituaries. It typically, in a rally, you make it like that. Oh, yeah. But if someone's dies, you kind of want to hear. Right. So where exactly will he be? Well, I can tell you. I when he reads the obituary, he's going to sound like... Maureen Lechner was a seamstress and she voted and she's dead. That's Come it. On. There you, you go. Do, he'll do that. He'll do it that way. Now, the gravelly. The media. Read. Yes, he will do it that way. I believe it. And that's happening this week. So rallies starting, lawsuits starting, evidence being presented. That's happening. That's a confident man. All right. We have a Trump from Mary Trump. Trump from Mary Trump. Wait, a tweet? Well, she is I knew that didn't sound right. The way, she we have a tweet my, from Mary Trump. How about that? My niece. <laughs> she says she's my niece. I don't know that she's my niece. We're waiting for that to be certain. And uh, we thought 20 years ago there'd be some federal uniformity. I mean, I remember screaming into a microphone somewhere. Does the federal government get involved now and, like, maybe issue some standards for the way the states should not totally invade states' rights on the issue of voting and conducting right. their own elections, but set some parameters, get some guidelines, some uniformity? Anyone? Be at the at the risk of sounding like a liberal, which I never want to do. Oh, it's okay. It feels good sometimes. I, after watching what has happened in California for the last several election cycles, you, after you watching want... what is happening in the country right now, she's about to break out and sing "Imagine" by John Lennon. It's coming. Oh, see, well, that's how I'll take that. Can you see my Kamala Harris T-shirt? <laughs> no, <laughs> that will never happen. I can tell oh, you right now. Hey. Question, really, my friend. 
on the inside, the folks who are in there working with the president, we hear reports here on the outside looking in and asking questions about what the tenor and the mood might be in and around the president with regard to this legal challenge, uh, with regard to whether there's a victory or defeat, leaving the White House in January or staying. Do you want to describe that or not? Well, I, I tell you the answer to that, except I'd have to kill you. That, so. <laughs> well, then we That's can all right. Go ahead. Oh, we love Stephen Moore. That's a fun one. Best and worst of the week. But now it is time. We start our weekend. And I oh. feel like it's going to be a hot one today with the world famous Friday Free For All. Brian Whitman, tell him how it's done. All right. Call 855-785-8255. We uh, delouse the phone lines right now. And we clear you out if you're waiting to COVID it up. A fresh start. Stilaus, Stilaus, spraying. You call, you get one thought, and you get one thought only. And by golly, Miss Molly, I'm going to enforce that today. You can say anything and everything within obvious parameters. Keep it one thought, entertain, inform, opine, and oh, yes, no phone screener. Your calls are unscreened for content. Get in right now. World Famous Morning Answer Friday, free for all. 855-785-8255. Your call's next as your Friday Morning Answer continues. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Finally, Friday here on The Morning Answer. We're calling it Freaky Friday because Whitman keeps freaking me out right before our mics turn off. Before no, I don't we go mean back to do that. It's Friday the 13th. And then I just shout it's and yell at you in the camera and go, why are you doing that? Well, I have reasons. It's Friday the 13th today, and I yes. want everybody to be safe. Jennifer, and because it's Friday the 13th, and because sometimes people get freaked out by that in an already freaked out world, may I make one request for the end of the program? Please. May I do, as I do off the air for the entire team, I do a weekly Friday little, I fall, it's a fallout. I, I dismiss, you know, I do my thing about a compliment on the important work that's been done and right. all that. Right. May I have them uh, 40, 30 seconds at the end to, to just do that? Because it is Friday the 13th. Sure. And I just want to share that with the audience. Go ahead. Everything. No, at the end. Oh, just that? Yeah, I want to dismiss and you'll tell them oh. good work. <laughs> the whole thing. Because we do it off the air. You ask me to do it every Friday. Usually. I do. I do it's ask a, you. It's a tradition off the air. I think it should be heard by our listeners. All right. So we'll save a little time at the end then for you Z- to dismiss listen, us. It's only 30 right. seconds, not even. So what does 2020 smell like? Uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> You're, actually, that's a great answer. There is a new candle out from, uh, well, I can't even tell you the name of the company because it's flaming. Hmm. A novelty candy, candle company. It's based in England and it's launched a 2020 scented candle, which is advertised as having four quintessential aromas inspired by the bleak reality of our oh. current calendar year. They say with four fragrant layers, the candle takes you on a journey through the year. That's what the product description says. It uh, gives off aromas of banana bread. Now, why? Because everybody made banana bread at the beginning of shutdown. Not everybody. Hand sanitizer. Ding, Ah, ding for Whitman. I have a confession about that. Woody Musks. And finally. Woody Musks? I went to high school with him. (laughs) Finally, budget aftershave and earthy essence because that was supposed to invoke memories of the Tiger King. So you got the banana bread, the hand sanitizer, (laughs) and Tiger King. You put that all together, and it is a 2020 candle available now for your holiday gift giving. Isn't that nice? And you like. Is it romantic, you think? no, I don't think it it's is. It's probably Hands cheap. It's probably smells like cheap cologne. It's twenty bucks. Let's see. Hey, you know, don't knock it, Jennifer. Some of us don't spend a lot of twenty. Money. No, twenty bucks for a candle, I think, is expensive. My grandfather, my pop pop, used to God bless him in heaven, used to make candles. Oh, that's fun. 
Like he that. made the apocalypse candle back in 1978. <laughs> it smelled like was, death. It smelled like death. All right. It is uh, just about that time. Uh, load them up. We've got a full board of calls. If one call drops, you slide right in. 855-785-8255. Your calls. Unscreened for content. Anything you want to talk about. Keep it clean. Keep it pithy. And here we go. Yeah. Tickle the ivory. Sonny Sardo, man. It's the morning answer. Friday. Free for all. One thought and one thought only. No screener. The last word goes to you. Yeah, it's like radio Twitter. But as always, please, no obscenities. Let's keep it clean out there. 855-785-8255. Now, let's get this going. Jen, Uh we have to redo that because Twitter failed us. It's not like radio Twitter. This is uncensored. This is like radio parlor where you can follow me at Jennifer Horn or AM870 at AM870 on parlor. Hi. Never met anyone. Pick up a cue quite <laughs> like you, my dude. Brent starts things off almost every week, Brent. You are the fastest dialer in the biz. Brent, go ahead. One thought, one thought only. You're on the Friday free-for-all. Yes, a blessed morning, Brian and Jennifer. Jennifer. Surprisingly, after searching obsessively for accurate election results on overwhelming Democrat voter fraud, I didn't discover even a smidgen of evidence that any of these progressive predators possess the slightest bit of honesty, decency, sanity, or humanity. Thank you, Brent. Aside from that, you probably think they're doing pretty well. <laughs> That's right. All right, that leaves one line open. 855-785-8255. Chad in Canyon Lake. Always love alliteration, Chad. Go ahead. Hi. Good morning, Daisy Duke and Boss Hog. How are you this morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are just fine. How y'all doing? <laughs> I'd like to point out something. It's, it's fairly certain. I think Vegas would have put the bets on Trump winning in a landslide on election night. We would have saw destruction throughout our American cities with petulant liberals uh, being emotional about losing. In the stroke of irony, we have very considerable evidence that we could have been wrongfully uh, yeah. not our votes not count for our president trump and you don't see any the american city is right standing and that the is absolutely is, the shining right. city on a hill continues to be your role model the, your role model for the four years if we have a president you don't like is to model my behavior i was frustrated i've dealt with it we've all gotten along in the spirit of the late great rodney king chad in canyon lake i will tell you this much that if and when President Trump gets his second term in office, whoa, open up those mental facilities. Isaac in San Bernardino. Hi, Isaac. You're on <laughs> the Morning Answer Friday Free For All. Go. Hey, guys. Good morning. So I'm going to assume that it's okay for a man to rub women's shoulders and sniff their hair because I haven't heard of any protest plans from the women's marches regarding Joe Biden. That's well, actually one of the uh, stipulations in my contract. <laughs> yes, 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 right. And oddly enough, Jennifer stipulates that it be okay. That's right. HR massage. She says, I, I, I don't mind that. 855-785-8255. Thanks. Isaac David in San Bernardino. You're up next. Good morning, beautiful Jen and Witty Brian. Hey, just a word to all the media. Let's please stop referring to Joe Biden as president-elect. He is not president-elect and cannot be president-elect, nor can anybody else, till the state certify. Let's for now call him presidential contender Biden. I like it. I've been not calling him president-elect yet. James Garden Grove. Hi, James. You're on the Friday free-for-all. I'm ready. Hit us. Now. Hey, Berwin, moron mouth. Now <laughs> How are you, my dear? I apologize for the fake news you've spread for four years. 
Yeah. What fake news? Well, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. a lot. Can you identify which oh, you're that, talking that about? Clinton, that, Clinton? that Clinton got three or four million more votes. It's under That's three true. Of course, pounds. Hillary. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> Daryl in Anaheim, you're on the morning answer. Go ahead. I gotta get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. I really gotta get out of here. <laughs> Go ahead, Daryl. <laughs> Morning, Duke Eugene and Bonnie Brian. Just want to yeah. give a shout out to Latinas for Trump. Orale. 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 Yeah. Hey, don't forget, lots of rallying this weekend, Trump. Yeah, family. rallying for defeat. Uh, in defeat, they're rallying. Against stealing the election. Neil Sherman Oaks, you're on the morning answer. Go ahead. Good morning, New England Patriots. Houston Astros. Biden-Harris. Why are you like oh, wait, this? Is it a are you just trying to harass me? Like no, they, is it a Karnak? Oh, they all look like three losers. They're cheaters, but they're all, all my personal enemies. Also, all right, I promised you, you wanted 30 seconds, right? Yeah, kill the music. Should we take one more or you want to be serious? All right, kill the music. Here we go. Sorry, Carl. Sorry, Jim. No music. Kill it. <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> I want to applaud you all inside here and out there. You've all done one heck of a week in the face of very unprecedented times and many adversarial conditions. Some very important work has been done here, and I think it's safe to say that I declare we all fall out for 48 hours. Oh, 600 Monday, bright and early. <laughs> Thanks for the job. You do it very well. <laughs> Thank you. Now you have to give the time. That's I it. Think. I know. <laughs> Make it a great weekend. Thanks for joining us. It's 9 o'clock.